Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 192. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. We are starting with the ambush, but I need to know, does Hepa have her poultice pouch on her? And does Trick have the two special mushrooms on him? Yes, I have the med kit. Oh, so then do we start with the same... Your strain is completely erased. Okay, I think... You had time for a nap after visiting the tower and before going to the ambush. A.K.A. working on my map. Yes, you worked on your map for a little while and then you were very satisfied with yourself. Very restorative. Yeah. Curled up and took a nap and... Meanwhile. You were going... Trick sets up a Home Alone style dungeon. After your nap. (laughs) So you are in your standard Elvish leathers. You have all of your own equipment. Yeah, I do want to go see about getting the red ring and see okay. if it fits on my toe. Okay. Your toe? And if it, if I can tell if it activates. Okay. Yeah, so Pelvis probably watches me put a ring on my toe. <laughs> so you go downstairs to the parting glass, you snag Heleth between various tables she's waiting on. Yes. It is now, uh, things are full swing at the parting glass, and Heleth will give you the red ring. That is actually much easier for you to request from her than the green one. Right. And you try putting it on one of your slender little elvish toes. Does it fit? Yes. Does it fit me on my fingers? Yes. Yeah, okay. It will fit on your toes. And you are then wearing the rank and you can activate it from there. Okay. Then, yeah, then I put on my boot and it doesn't, it's not. I can only imagine how horribly uncomfortable. It feels a little weird. You're not used to wearing jewelry on your toes. Right, right. But it's not enough to give you a black dye to everything you do. Okay. I mean, I might even take a black dye everything I do. You might. It's possible if you decide to do something, like, extremely physical, you might suffer a black dye. If you start kicking people in the face. Then I will will wear this expensive ruby ring on my foot. This piece of art. I mean, hopefully I don't break it. We can get it fixed, I'm sure. Helleth, from her perspective, like, that ring is yours. So, you, prior to midnight, return to the rundown manor. Yep. We need to all make sure we understand mostly what this rundown manor is like. There is stone wall around the grounds that is partially crumbly, but has an arch that was already established. The courtyard is overgrown. Then there is the house itself, which is two stories tall. Roofing, somewhat caved in in some places. Interior floors, somewhat caved in in some places. This place has not been maintained in over 30 years. Is there anything else that you believe is there? A a large tree in the center of the courtyard, that tree might be mostly dead. Okay. Yeah, the courtyard, there's a larger space in front of the house than behind it. And I would like there to be a well. Oh, that's good. I think that would also be in the front courtyard type area. Yep. Is there any special little feature you would like, Lex? In my mind, it's just like all the windows and doors busted out and... I think that's fair. Could have a nice iron door or something. Okay, like, so there's there like is a grated like, door. Right. It it maybe is not like totally 
Cast. Excellent. Cast. Door. My favorite weapon. So it is like there, but it's creaky and, you know, maybe it doesn't lock or whatever. But it's something that could be pulled closed and, like, forced to be stopped. Or it could be something that, like, somebody does shoot through mm-hmm. because it's barred. Okay, that's good. So we've defined some space. The next thing is each of you has a get-out-of-jail-free card. So over the course of this combat, each of you has an opportunity to spend a story point to summon a friendly NPC to rescue you. You don't get to define who's showing up or what they're doing. It's the Falcon. But if you're in dire straits, (laughs) or in non-dire straits and just bored. Wait, you mean Alric or do you mean the actual Falcon? Who can say? (laughs) You can with one story point. Well, yes. (laughs) So that's the point. You don't get to say who. Right. So the, the point is, like, if you feel like your character is getting in a bind or narratively, for whatever reason, if you want to summon someone to show up to help you, someone who is not already on the on the, the lineup back. here, you have that ability. And we can pick who, or you just... I will I will determine okay. who it is. <laughs> swoops in. Which is <laughs> funny, because I was picturing, who could I summon that Jen would have to figure out how to explain how they showed up? <laughs> Yes, that is why you do not get to decide. That's right. Glamour, bagpipes blazing. The juggler, that's all you went the with. Juggler. <laughs> and a door, finally. <laughs> so I think that's all the setup that I need. You guys are getting there before midnight in yep. order to get into place. Henrik, who you briefly met, large, bushy mustache, he is there and he has with him two small units. He's got a group of archers, and he's got a group of javelineers. Henrik is going to position his archers on the roof. So the archers are very carefully climbing up there, getting into position, and keeping an eye on the courtyard. I would like somebody to roll on the archer's behalf an athletics check, just so we know how well they get into position. Their athletics is three greens. This is average. Actually, I think there's even a blue die on this since things it's are actually easier than climbing yeah the house. because things are partially crumbled. There are actually more handholds and stuff like that right. than you would normally encounter. It's just risks, right? So there's a black die also. Yeah, Whew. that is most definitely failure. They didn't bring any climbing equipment to get up on the nope. That's just two failures for a ladder. Okay, this was a check to see like how well they managed to get into position. So what they have done, they have gotten onto the roof, but they will be at a disadvantage on their first volley as they are not as stable as they would want to be. Trying to remember back to the conversation of how much I was actually privy to. I mean... It's a matter of how much you were paying attention, but you were there. Okay, so what are we doing? Remember the ambush? Just uh, If I start shooting someone or someone starts shooting you or, you know, slashing at you, shoot back. You're the leader? Yes. Where should I position? I brought my bow and I brought my sword. Probably bow is a better choice to start with. Uh, maybe take a ground floor. Do you want some brambles? Like, tricks mine. Like, do you want some brambles? Like, I'm... <laughs> no, I think I'm good. Uh... <laughs> I mean, to, for a choke point. Oh, how far away can you do that? Difficulty Let's... increases by range. Yeah. At some point, I'm guessing I can't go do it that far. You know, use your judgment. Okay. If they're rushing towards us, you know, that's probably a good idea. Okay. Or if they're trying to get away. Okay. All right. Henrik and the javelineers, they are going to position themselves on the ground floor. They are going to hide in the front of the house. Yep. 
Henrik has, in addition to his sword, he has a crossbow. And so he will be beginning with his crossbow loaded and, yep. and at, to bear. Good man. How about Entrick, where are you positioning yourselves? I was debating going into the tree, but since it's mostly dead, there's not many leaves. It's only mostly dead. That means some of it's alive. And it's Frank. So. Yeah, Trick is definitely seriously considering being in the tree if he feels like he can hide himself there. I can go with you. I can make it be more brambly. It's true. If you wish to use your spell at this point, you could indeed make the tree more thicket-like. That is definitely a thing you could do with brambles. I like that idea. I think that's that's on brand. Well, we'll try it, and we'll see if I succeed. All right. What you're going to be casting here is actually going to be heal. You're, like, making the tree grow more. Okay. So I kind of learned that I might be able to heal plants a little yeah. bit with brambles. Yeah, you start, like, trying to manipulate the like, brambles around, and you realize, though, the tree's health is responding. So what was that? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> that is a primal check. Just easy. I mean, you're right there. It's right there. You're not rushed in any way. It is dark out, but that won't affect this. Like, if you were doing something at range, darkness penalties would apply. Right. One success. So... It's not just dead branches that are moving to more convenient locations. There's also, like, the leaves that have already grown, like, more are coming in and some of the flowers are, are starting to bud more and things like that. Do I feel like this tree could, like, recover with some love? Or did I add growth? Did I, is it a dead tree and I just kind of added growth? The or... tree was not completely dead. Right. It got too much sun and it's not connected to any other trees. The tree is not as healthy as it could be, being here all by itself. What you did was you, just like when you healed people, you have accelerated the natural healing process of the plant itself. Okay. So the parts that are dead sticks, those you could still just snap off. Right. But some more branches are now growing in, and the parts of the tree that are alive are more robust and filling more space. Okay, so presumably if it was just damaged and that's why it was dying, I could heal something, but if it's like dying because there's not enough nutrition in the soil or whatever, it's just going to go back to its Yeah, and, and it could also be like you haven't done a full analysis of this tree. It could right. just been like a lightning strike took out part of the tree. Like, yeah. Speaking of which, I will point out that there is moisture in the air. It is not actively raining. It is full moonish. Your hair is going nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so everybody's going to be taking one die of darkness penalty to their rolls because yep. the full moon is providing some light, but not tons. However, if I choose for it to begin raining by spending threats on something that somebody has done or flipping a story point, if rain moves in, then you will be dealing with two dice of darkness. This tree could really use the rain. That's true. We're going to have to... When we finish all this, come back to this manor, plant some more trees. This becomes the, like, Esperin emissary. <laughs> they set up an embassy here? We bring in a woes to protect all the trees. Yep. <laughs> like, Rumble Dumbledore, I got the place you need to go. It's in the town, but... No, that's it's the fine. last cause. We, we need to get some young woes that's real excited about adventuring. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the woes adventuring? Yes, the woes and its pet turtle. <sighs> we just need one that's been on the way for ten years. Yeah. Almost there, guys. All right. I think that takes care of everything. You would want a stealth check to hide in your tree? Set up the dummy at the base of the tree. Ah, okay. With, you know, an empty bottle in front of it, and it's, like, slept up against. So there's some pile of cloth. Pile of straw and cloth. And blanket and an empty bottle. Yep. So you want the ambush to happen in the courtyard? 
Yes. What if they don't come in that way? What other way is there to come in? Isn't there like windows or whatever? Backyard. Yeah, but I have a feeling they're going to be really upset with me. And they're, like, if they start throwing rocks, that would make sense. <laughs> I did just feed them a bunch of ammo. I hope they don't have slingers. We're just giving them a bunch of extremely valuable ammunition. <laughs> okay. Do you have any ideas regarding mate? I think mate is with me on this one. Mate is in the tree. Remember that it costs you a maneuver to have him do things. Yeah. And he is always going to spend a maneuver flying. That doesn't mean he has to leave. He doesn't have to change his range location or anything. But he's not going to aim and attack in a turn. Yep, yep, yep. You need to set him up with little packets that he can drop, like missiles. I don't know, some sort of dust, sand in the eye, or <laughs> like pepper for sneezing or something like <laughs> sneezing. I need to get an alchemy powder making and make you something that mate can deploy. All right. You're hiding in the tree. Yep. Hepa, are you also hiding in the tree? I'm assuming, yeah. Unless Sorry, the, you went in stealth. Unless our illustrious leader tells us No, that's a good place otherwise. for us to All right. Trick, you're going to roll stealth, and you're going to be aided by Hepa. All right. We're just doing this with one roll. Hepa took care of the primal to make the tree better. We can use your agility, which is how much? Three. All right. And then you will get a blue die because she improved the tree. Okay. And this is against someone's vigilance. This is going to be against... Slater's Vigilance, or Slater's Companion. We'll say they work together. So two purples and a red. I'm going to spend a story point here. Two success and one threat. So it's not the most stable footing. It just has me on edge a little bit. So you can take a strain. Yeah. But you guys are hidden in the tree. A dead twig falls off before I realize, okay, I'm not 100% sure which branches are alive and which branches are dead. <laughs> okay, so since you guys are successfully hidden, we are going to say that the combat will begin. You guys are rolling cool and they are rolling vigilance. That makes sense. Do you guys want to only control your own characters? Do you want to control minion groups? Do you want to roll on behalf of minion groups? I can definitely roll on behalf of a minion group if you want to roll on behalf of another one. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, there's the bowmen on the roof, and there's the javelineers in the house. Do you have preference? Bowmen. Okay, I'll take the javelineers. Henrik has his own slot as well. Henrik has his own slot. Bowmen have their own slot. Javelineers have their own slot. How so many? There's... there's three in each group. Three in each group. So that means that they are operating as if they have two ranks. Yep. In any skill that they have, they have two ranks. They have two presents. Then they have two then yellows. Then they have two yellows. Okay. There's a, is the same as mine. I guess I'm a bowman. Okay, so then for my pool, <laughs> I rolled a two... Point one. one. Yeah. Yep. And they rolled a triumph. Okay, so they have a one, and they have a triumph. And Henrik? Henrik has three presents, because he's on the leadership track. He has leadership, but he's not high enough level for it to affect any of us. He's got 3.1. I say, one. as he gets the best roll of all of us. Bad guy groups. Slater is rolling Vigilance. Not as good for him as if he was rolling cool. Well, he's not totally being ambushed. 1.1 for Slater. 2 for Slater's fellow bandit leader. Lackey group number 1. 0. 1.1 for lackey group number 2. And that is, as far as we know so far, all of you. As was expected, 2 bandits, 2 lackey groups. Okay. We start with a run of 3 player slots, a bad guy, a player... Two more bad guys, and then a player, a bad guy. So it's pretty mixed up. Okay, so let me describe the situation. Into the courtyard from the front archway, a shadow moves with two other shadows to the location 
where at the base of the tree where there is a body lying with an empty bottle. They are moving very quietly and they are in dark clothes, so they are a little hard to see. But the initiative this out of everything, you are able to tell that they're there and they're moving. I feel like Heleth we wouldn't see. Slater has a shock of gray hair, and that actually makes him a little easier to see in the dim light because that's kind of luminous looking. And so you see that he is in the lead and he does go up to the supposedly sleeping servant, has his knife out, and jabs it down into a pile of hay. That's got to be frustrating. He's going to make a cool check to see whether he lets loose with a string of curses. I feel like he should have a black die because he was probably not expecting this. All right. I'm just going to set this at average because he's on a job. Yep, yep. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're rolling just to see if he curses? Most important roll of the night. No, he triumphantly does not curse. I mean, at this point, he probably realizes this is an ambush, not yes. just a... Yes. He keeps his cool. He has a triumph. He realizes that this is a setup. Like, he, he realizes, wait, this is straw? Another, yeah, it's another, another trick. <laughs> it's a second trick. So he doesn't, like, swear loudly, but he, under his breath, he mutters, damn mages. Yes, because only a mage could <laughs> make a body of straw look so real. There was a triumph on the good guy's side initiative-wise. Yes. They could just upgrade their first attack. I think yeah, the Bowman were going to have trouble anyway. That's true. Are so, they the ones who had the triumph? Yes. yes. Okay, that will help them. All right, he's got a triumph here. He's upgrading the first attack that comes at him. That makes sense. He's he's especially he, wary. Yes, he is especially wary. And now, combat. Players, I feel like the Bowman, okay. they should get the first shot. They, yeah, they had the triumph. I mean, you're the leader. I'm not going until after you do. Because <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Not that they're jumpy, but like they were told this is what it was. Yeah. One of them is like, he sees the guy, he sees the guy like stabbed dumb. He's like, okay, yeah, that's our criminal. <laughs> are they shooting Slater or are they shooting at the two henchmen? I mean, I don't know what their orders are. Like, their orders are stop the criminals. Okay. I'm guessing they're going to shoot at what they see, right? Okay. Slater right now has taken action and has got the whitish hair. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they can see the other guys or not. The other guys are somewhat nearby, but... Slater is the one who did just stab a person. Okay, so they'll shoot at Slater. So it's medium range, so that's two purples. The difficulty is upgraded because of Slater's triumph. Their and ability is upgraded because of their triumph. It's two yellows and a green, but because they triumph, it's three yellows. Yep. And the difficulty is was going to be two purples because of distance. It was upgraded because of Slater's triumph, and it is upgraded because of Slater's adversary. Oh. And... There is one setback die from Darkness and two more setback dice from Slater's Defense. Okay. That's right. This is combat with the big boys. Uh, they aim first? Because they've been tracking They are them. smart. They aim first. Okay. Take a blue die. They don't, there's not other maneuvering they need to do. No. All right. Anything else? This is why all we're doing tonight's combat. <laughs> <laughs> one success and a threat. The base damage is seven. So you have one success. That's eight damage. Right. Minus, I guess, the so. Do these guys take strain or anything? They like... just suffer wounds. Okay, so then what do we do with the threat? That threat is the first of the threats they have acquired on the shaky roof. Let me know when that number reaches three. Okay. So, they unleash some arrows. Eight points of damage. Yep. to Mr. Slater. That is not good for him. This whole stick is not getting hit in the first place. And arrows, probably not what he was expecting. Arrows coming from above 
shoot down at Slater, and one of them gets him good. Now he hisses in pain. Good, he'll be paying attention to the roof. Not us right here above him. Right above him. Which was, I mean, the most dramatic place to be. Death from above. Realistically, I should shoot him with an arrow first. (laughs) This seems kind of (laughs) dangerous. Yep. Are you going now? Uh, Yeah, we got two more player slots, so I think Trick is going to go next. You are going to take a black die from darkness and a black die from shooting from the tree. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because you're using a two-handed weapon. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And you're shooting at Slater? Shooting at Slater. So take two more black dice for his defense. Okay. That's a total of four. Short range, but he's adversary. And I'm upgrading this because Slater is not going down in the first round. Yeah, I don't blame you. Definitely. I will not aim because I'll hold my maneuver for Getting telling Mate Ooh. to do something. But I don't want Mate to get hurt on this. Right now, Mate is just sitting on a branch. Alright, one advantage. I will give a blue die. I guess it goes to Mate. Okay, what do you tell Mate? Go get your Wayne! <laughs> we should have brought the cloaks. We could drop them on them. Did you not wear cloaks? Or not? Or I'm wearing, where, where are the cloaks? Yeah. Well, cloaks. our borrowed cloaks. Yes. Okay. That's what Trick has. Yeah, but Mate, I think he will do a swoop on Slayer. Okay. How do you, uh... Trick points at him. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it was either that or to tell him that he's got food. I think but stupid I, is good. Yeah, stupid is... Uh, oh, that's you how need to train him to drop spiders and scorpions. Well, right now this. it's going to be a giant feathery item coming out of his face. All right. How is Mate affected by... He's affected by the darkness. He is, affected, he is affected by darkness and the two defense and that two defense. Slater has. So it's coordination, not brawl, because he's doing his swoop, not his claws and beak. Wrath of the Magpie! That's one success, which will do all of two damage. <laughs> However, we can trigger stun three. I have to spend the advantages, correct? It costs two advantages to trigger those abilities, yes. I think stunned, because that just does three strain damage. Yes. That soak ignores. Yes. So So he, really he's... Yeah, he didn't actually do any damage to Slater yeah. with the wing batting, but the stun damage of, crap, there's a bird right there! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's dark. It's a magpie at your face. Stupid magical crows! They transformed into a bird! And he has one advantage, which he'll pay forward. To the next person, which I presume will be Heva, but... You are wearing the ruby. Yes. Do you wish it to be activated? Yes. Okay. For the next three rounds, you are allowed an extra maneuver beyond regular maneuvers. Time slows down. For three turns, and then I suffer the sixth strain. Yes. The activation counts as a maneuver. So in a normal turn, you would get an action, a maneuver, and a second maneuver if you wanted to spend a strain. So you can have an action, a maneuver, a second maneuver, Mm -hmm. and another maneuver. You're not paying the strain cost for the bonus sped-up maneuver until after the three rounds are over when you get hit by a wall of six strain. So you you did the activation. Mm-hmm. You have up to two other maneuvers if you want. Oh, I could aim twice, you're saying, and spend the strain spend and the strain. then shoot. Yeah. Now is the point where I have to decide if Hepa aims to maim or if she just shoots to kill, I guess. If you want to... Do things to them that instead of causing them damage will hamper them, mm-hmm. then that is doing an aim to target something. So you're not going to like give them a crit by doing that, but they will suffer the effects of something inconvenient to them. Right. Seems like you guys are doing all the shooting at this guy. I don't, Hepa doesn't have any experience to know 
strategy around this. So then maybe I'll shoot another guy and I'll try to like make him drop his weapon. Yeah. Or, or like lame him. Yeah, lame him. Since we're okay. trying to catch him, I forgot that they throw knives. So this is how she's gonna learn this. Okay. Or she forgot that. But she aims twice. Okay, so the first aim is what lets you go for their leg. That adds two black dice to your roll. The second aim removes one of those black dice. Okay. And then I'm on black die for darkness, and what what about their defense? They do not have defense. Okay. You are short range from them. One purple? That is one purple. You also have a black die because you are perched in the tree, and you're using a two-handed weapon. Mm-hmm. But Nate passed a blue die forward to you. So one success, three advantages. There's, Ooh, there's something I can do with my bow on three, I think. Yeah, you can induce a critical injury, which on a minion... You can't do that, though. You she can't. was not attacking to do damage. Hooray! So you're so, not going to crit them. You can okay. make them drop their weapons, though, if you want. Yeah, I could do that. Or you could give yourself ranged defense until the end of next your next turn. If you think people will be coming back at you. I mean, we are right there. <laughs> and we're now we're shooting down, so... I mean, I think maybe with some more experience, Heppa will be thinking about them dropping their weapons, but I think we'll just go with her being a bit of a coward. So you shoot at their legs, you know, like nick nick up their legs with, with a number of arrows there, and you shift a little bit so that, like, there's more leaves, yeah. you know, between you and them. Does that use all three advantages? Yes. Okay. Giving yourself one range defense uses all those advantages. They have no maneuver they can still take an action on their turn, but they do not have a maneuver. Okay. okay. I think I will. Now's a good time for second wind because I'm now I'm like, okay, we're learning right now. <laughs> okay, so you spent two strain for your bonus. Yeah. So I'll get and that get back. back. Yeah. Uh, we have a bad guy slot. Okay. So if Slater wants to. Slater wants to not get murdered. Well, then he shouldn't have been trying to murder somebody. Or and he can't just hide behind the tree. He's getting murdered right now. <laughs> Got ourselves a murder murder. Uh, does he want to throw a knife at someone in the tree? He is going to throw a knife at somebody in the tree. He's going to throw a knife at the person who shot at him. Yeah, that makes sense. And the person that has at least a vague shape similar to this pile of hay on the ground. So arrows came from the roof. Arrows came from above. He can't throw a knife all the way to the roof. Slater flicks a knife at you. You go for it. I wonder if our antidote still is an effect. We're going to find that out later. <laughs> okay. Slater is attacking you. Yep. You're at short range. I'm short range. Difficulty is one purple. It's dark. Slater doesn't care that it's dark. Oh, snap! Uh, He's a criminal. <laughs> He's a criminal. <laughs> oh, curse you chaotic characters. <laughs> In the video game, the chaotic characters fight better at night. Oh. <laughs> and so I have given Slater... But trick is neutral! <laughs> <laughs> the ability to remove the darkness back. Yeah, because okay, you were just a con man. Yes. <laughs> okay. Slater is throwing knives at you. He has two yellows and a green. I believe you do not have any defense. Oh, well, you I have do. A cloak on. The cloak. I have one black But does he defense. owe you a favor? <laughs> uh, is there any cover from the tree, or is that not impacting things? I don't think there's... At the position that he's in. Right. Okay. You were designed to be not seen by people moving into the courtyard. Yep. I'd like to buy a bow. I also would like to upgrade. It's going to be a bad time for Drake. I mean, I can have a clever retort. But that is not, he's not <laughs> doing a social check. Uh, this this tree is actually a woes who owes me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're calling in your calling it in right NPC now. already. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's, Tumble, that's tumble, tumble. 
That, that's all I got. Alright. We knew things were going to get dangerous. Yep. Okay. He succeeds. This is the level of danger we're going at here. This knife has pierced two. I have two soaks. So that's perfect. This knife is doing brawn plus one plus net successes. There's a two successes here. Ah, so that's, that's two. Five damage. Yeah. Okay. It also crits on two. So we're going to the crit table. And it's got poison? Yes. The poison comes for free. The poison you will have a resilience check after we deal with this. I would like okay. to know what your crit is. Let's hope I don't fall down. But there's a nice soft pile of straws Ooh. in there. <laughs> 83. This could be so much worse. Uh, winded. Target cannot voluntarily suffer strain to activate any abilities or gain additional maneuvers until this critical injury is healed. Oh. Where did he hit you in the lung? That's interesting. That takes away a whole lot of options from you. Does it? Well, it means you're limited to one maneuver and one action. Like, you can't do an action maneuver Correct. and another maneuver. Nor, uh, you might not have very many things that require strain to trigger. I don't. There's Most of those are social. <laughs> Your polite upbringing escapes oh. you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it is like a lung has a hard time talking. <laughs> oh, okay. that's not good. It gets you in the neck. Oh. Uh, and then I get a resilience check? Yes. So, the resilience check for Slater's poison is two purples. Wait, was the cloak supposed to give you some defense? It did. It did. Okay. It did nothing. Okay. <laughs> Ulrich, hanging me out the dry here. He was working for the rats the whole time. The resilience check is two purples, normally. Okay. You are making a resilience check, but you have antitoxin in your system. Yep. And so, you are getting a double upgrade to your roll. Okay. Do you wish to spend a story point? I think I do, because that would be real bad. On the other hand, I'm not, not going to be spending that strain on anything else. <laughs> so what does it matter? That is a failure with a triumph and an advantage. I have a suggestion for this triumph. Okay. Which is that in addition to the prototoxin, that like you also have some of Hepa's antitoxin on hand. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So then I had some left over. It will cost, you know, a maneuver to administer it to him. So that's not going to happen until Hepa's next turn. Hepa's got it, you're saying? Yes. Okay. Sorry, when I said oh. you, I meant... You okay, so you. then maybe I spent a little time try, trying to refine it, so I made another batch. And the exactly. mechanical effect of the poison is to take an action? Maneuvers and actions all cost one strain to do. Okay. When you are poisoned by this. And what the biological effect is, it's muscle cramps. Right. I will take that advantage to recover a strain. Good idea. That poison must have really been potent, because now you something. can't even do extra stuff. Yes, but the thing is, if you act fast, you will be able with a check to remove the effect from him. Okay. And we already tested on Hella. So <laughs> that was Slater's action. He's got maneuvers. He maneuvers away from the tree, and he's moving over by the, the well. So like, kind of like ducking down behind the, the stone of the well. For cover, I will say. So he's getting plus one more defense from hiding behind as well. Is he also more than short range from us now? He is short range still. He's okay. down in okay. the courtyard. Yep, yep, that's fine. But he's also worried about getting shot by Yep, Bowen. that makes, makes perfect sense. So he's not under the tree, but he's still short range from you. Yeah, okay. So is he touching it? The well? Yeah. Y- yeah, I mean like... So is he feeling well? <laughs> okay, that was how he spent his maneuver? That's how he spent his maneuver. Okay, we have a player turn. Javelineers want to try to take their chances. Henrik is going to shoot his crossbow okay. at these ruffians who are... Right out in the open. Yeah. All right, ruffians. 
Henrik's crossbow is two yellows, and he is at the house shooting over here. Medium, short? He's on the first floor, so it's short range. Okay. Oh, because he's going to go in with his melee weapon once he's done with the crossbow. We'll see how it turns out. But he actually shouts as well. He shouts, uh, you're under arrest for assaulting a visitor to South Tower. Assaulting a citizen of South Tower is a different offense. They'll protest, no, we assaulted a pile of hay. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll upgrade the difficulty on behalf of the ruffians. Three successes and two threats. Three successes from his crossbow does ten damage. Minus soak three is seven damage, which is enough to take out one of these guys. That's a good start. Two threats, though. Uh, he might lose his maneuver as he... Is that a thing you can ha- that can happen? Probably not. No, you can have the opponent perform a free maneuver, except these guys can't. Arrows are peppering their legs at this oh, point in time. Oh, oh. We took those away. Henrik is going to take a black die on his Henrik next Henrik has turn. black die. Yeah, and then Henrik's maneuver... Is to carefully put away his crossbow? Is to carefully put away his crossbow. Does he quick draw his... He does not have quick draw. All right, that's fair. But he will be coming out with a sword in the future. Yep. Two bad guy slots. Okay. Your group of ruffian thugs, they are going to make a sling attack. Oh no, why did I say that? They're going to make them at the bowmen. Not at Henrik? No. These ruffians are on the roof at the back of the house. Rumble on the rooftops. It is short range, up on the roof there. They don't care about darkness. They are two yellows. They are slinging stones at the bowmen. That is a failure with two advantages. They could give the bowman a black die, at least. Does the bowman have to duck? No, they'll give a blue die, actually, to their leader. Okay. Is fearless leader number two coming up next? Fearless leader number two is coming up next, and that fearless leader is making an attack on Henrik from oh. inside the house. Oh, no. All right. Now I play the game by myself. Do, do, do. <laughs> Uh, assemble a pool for you, or you want to roll some dice Henrik too? does not have his sword out, so he does not have defense yet. Nope. It's a weapon attack, so two purples is the difficulty. This However, person unaffected by darkness. This person is unaffected by darkness and has four brawn and two melee. Ooh, two snap. yellows and two greens as a morning star. Oh. Most dishonorable of weapons. Come smashing. It's, uh, not just a thug, but a... Smashing down at him. A bandit. So, like, if there's a camera watching, Henrik has just taken a shot out through, like, the broken window area, puts his crossbow down, and behind him, you see through the shadows, this, like, tall, muscular, still, like, dressed in, like, close-fitting black clothes woman with this nasty, nasty-looking piece of wood with nails sticking out the top. Bored with a nail through it. That is dishonorable. She's getting the blue dye from her accomplices. Ah, that's right. Okay, so he just said, like, you're under arrest for attacking a visitor to South Tower. And so, like, she says, how about for attacking the law? (laughs) (laughs) I fought the law. The law did not win. Seven plus two, nine damage. Henrik does have soak five because of his nice chain mail. So Henrik is taking a four-point wound. And there's only one advantage here, so that's a blue die getting past to the next ally. To the, uh, the arrowed <laughs> So the guys who have no legs. Poor guys. One more player slot, javelineers. Javelineers are inside the house. They see what happens to Henrik? Yeah, they were like kind of at 
windows a little further over, but there's broken walls and, and things like yeah. that. And they so they can turn and they can... Would they throw javelins or would they... Yeah, they would throw. They okay. wouldn't step to engaged. Yeah, I think they'll aim and they'll throw. Okay. Aim first. It is short range. It is dark. It is upgraded due to the difficulty of Henrik being in the way. What else are we dealing with here? She does not have defense normally, but they're shooting through that wall. So they are. she has a, like a, a black diamond wall being in the way. Okay. okay. Four successes. Seven damage, pierce one. So three points gets through. And they have one threat. Okay. Add it to the pile that the bowmen were accumulating, please. Ah, uh, the house collapsing. The <laughs> there are two of three. I like how we take it out on the bowmen. Uh, is, they aimed, they did that, they did a very good job. Yes, Last and pass. I think, in fact, Henrik tells them that. Excellent work. Very good, very good. Excellent work. <laughs> Henrik keeps his cool. It's not his first trip around. Outstanding job. I pictured, like, Teddy Roosevelt. Yes. <laughs> and now it is time for the guys who cannot move her this round. Yes, and who have no ranged weapons. Or do they? They brought rocks. They also have slings. However, they were creeping across with their blackjacks in hand, yeah. not their slings. And they cannot maneuver this round because you took that away, which means they cannot switch what their weapon is. And so, instead, they are going to smash at the tree. Are they already at the tree? They, they came up with Slater. That makes sense. So they're, they're going to... Smash at the tree with clubs. Yes. Blackjacks. It's not the best plan. It's the only tool they got right now. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if I was in that situation, yes, I would try to shake the tree. Yeah, there's like, it's a half-dead tree, and there's like people up in it. Arrows are coming down at them, and they, they try to work together to shake the tree. Yep. So they don't have athletics or anything like that. They're just going to make a, a check at their base. And their goal is, is to... Um, Give us a black die or something. Yeah, I mean, if they did really well, maybe you guys would need coordination checks. So they are going to upgrade to give a yellow, so there's a possibility that they will triumph. They... They don't have any access, so it doesn't matter how many of them there are. Correct. I think this is hard. Okay. That is a uh, success. Yes, that is a success. Success with threat. Add it to the Bowman pile. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like really... Uh, some branches fall on them, and they would take a strain. I think it would make sense. There is only one of them left, because the other guy got hurt already. Ooh. Henrik's shot took That's out true. one of them. So, yeah, so one of them is shaking the tree, like, shouting up at... At, they don't know their elves. They're, they're shouting out of it up, but like, come down from there, cowardly bowmen. You shake a tree, what do you think you're going to get, elves? So they succeeded. <laughs> so I would like coordination checks from you guys. Yep. We'll make it average two purples. Uh, I'm going to have mate roll my coordination. <laughs> Mate's not in the tree. Uh, that's true. Do we have story points? Yeah, you got plenty. I'm not very good. Yeah, I'm going to upgrade. I succeed with two threats. I will happily take a black die mm-hmm. on whatever I'm doing. That's fair. I gotta conserve that strength. I have an advantage. You are falling from the tree. A surprisingly effective tactic by this guy. You have one advantage, you said? Yeah. You can make another coordination check or athletics check, whichever is better for you. Mm-hmm. And you can add a blue die to it. And this is an average check. I wonder if I'm gonna upgrade again. There's story points, you can do it. Yeah. I'm gonna use my map. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna land on the map. You can land on a friendly NPC. Come down like a parachute. Land on an unfriendly. <laughs> okay, this worked. This one worked a little better here. So two successes and two advantages. Okay. Nice. You have taken a short fall from a tree. 
So you are taking eight strain and you're taking eight wounds. Okay. Your soak applies to the wounds. So you hit the ground kind of roughly there. Yeah, and I don't have... I can't give you the antidote. You two are now separated by distance. Oh, don't worry. I'm coming down shortly. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be. Well, in two turns, I'm going to be past my strain threshold. You might so roll far. some advantages along the way. And he's got a strange room. I got a strange room. Might be the time for me to summon an ally. Right now? You think it's too soon? You do you. We're at the end of the first round. We're, it's completely reasonable to do. Yeah, you decide. Yes. I'm ready to summon an ally. All right. Peppa's a little freaked out. Now she's out of the tree. She's very injured. And she knows that her strain is going to be on. Okay. You have summoned an ally. I didn't know if they come immediately or... Well, this it is, is the end of the round. So this is when a new character would enter. An excellent time for this to happen. But someone who doesn't want to be seen by the law. Well, who do I know is I know white mages. I know... The guy that, the archaeologist. Sabine has come back for her ring. <laughs> All of this just walking down the street. What's, what's, what's that? What's going on here? I think I just heard someone fall from a tree. It could be people we don't know, but I'm trying, going through. It could be Alric who didn't trust us to take care of ourselves, which is fair. Iggy, the cook, he's got a spoon. And he makes a meal. And it's it Demal. heals all of our strain. Yeah. All right, uh, you two can each make vigilance checks. You say can make vigilance checks. This is just to see whether you notice what is happening. I think you overestimate it? our ability to, Two make, purples. to make vigilance checks. It's not affected by darkness. This is a hearing based. I fail you with a threat. Don't worry about that. Oh, success with an advantage. Okay. I'll take the advantage to heal. A strain. <laughs> Trick, your threat is actually going onto the Bowman pile. Oh no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's three out of three, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's when they cross three that it matters. So I guess uh, I just like I guess, a wound threshold. Guess what I should have said was let me know when it hits four. So, Hepa, uh-huh. you hear a falcon. You, okay. you have heard falcon cries before. Right. You hear one. Okay. That is what the vigilance check tells you. And um, it makes me feel good. Yeah. So I get a strain yeah. back. Because it <laughs> yeah. reminds me of Alric. <laughs> yeah. Aww. It reminds me of Alric. And the, you know, nice happier times than when you're falling out of trees right next to ruffians with blackjacks. I've never been this hurt. This is new to me. How exciting. It's not. Right do I still to, have all my teeth? I'm right next to... I do right now, but I'm still <laughs> this guy with the blackjack that's right next to me. No, blackjacks are for hitting the back of your head, not knocking your teeth. You're thinking brass knuckles. Oh, no. Totally different weapon. So what happens with my bow? Do I drop it or what? Is you it haven't called? dropped it. There okay. wasn't enough threats for that, so it's still in clutched in your hand as, as you hit the ground, but you hit the ground pretty solidly. Right, okay. So you are, you are prone on the ground. Unless they knock me out, I have... Two rounds of extra maneuvers to get out of this. Okay. There is a ranged attack happening here. There is a die of darkness. Darkness affects the character. Darkness yes. affects the character. <laughs> there is people who do not have defense are the being attacked here. We said this yard is short range size. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna oh I'll use an evil dark side point to make this harder. Oh, and this weapon is accurate. Not good enough. Oh, man. This is a ridiculous quantity of advantages on a missed roll. Yep. Five advantages. Okay. Definitely, they dropped the blackjack. There, there's one guy. There's one guy. The other one is lying on the ground with a crossbow in him. A villain who was shaking the tree drops a blackjack, and two advantages are left over for Hepa. 
to have a blue die. Oh, no, no. The mystery person will take an immediate free maneuver. Let's recede back into the shadows. They, uh, they should have aimed. So they are going to spin a maneuver to aim and take a free maneuver to aim again. So that on their next attempt at to something, they will have two blue dice. All right. So you have the strain mushroom, right? I have the strain mushroom. So You've got the antivenom, the antitoxin. Um, so Hepa, you, you heard a falcon and the person above you who was shaking the tree like curses and drops their blackjack, but you okay. don't notice what it is that made them do that. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmont video game and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westmont by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westmont project. Visit them at westmont.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.